Hello, hello. Um, <clears throat> I'm joined by, so we're going to do something new here. I made a, a uh, I'm sorry for all the echoing and, and weird stuff and sounds coming in because I'm, I'm moving back into my place in D.C. But um, uh, I'm here. I'm joined today by, with Carmine and Trey, the explainer. And we're going, I created a trivia because we did a trivia before and the questions were bullshit. So I decided to create my own trivia and <clears throat> Carmine's going to go first and he is going to, mm -hmm. to play. And this is a bit of a competition. We're going to see how he does. And then we're going to see how Trey does. And we're going to see who's, who's, who's the winner. Um, Carmine, yes, are, you, are you prepared? Are you prepared for, uh, for this? Um, I'm going to click your, click your answers. You're going to kind of tell me like, you know, I, yeah, I, no, no, no. Don't I, worry uh, about timers and shit like that. I think I can. No, I got it. 25 minutes off. more than enough. So let's do, pra no, no, do no. practice mode. Or no, just do default. Okay. It, by the way, is your echo thing on, on Ecamm? It should, it should be on. It should be on. Okay, good. I mean, you know, um, so believe it or yeah, not, this on. is. Yeah. This is the second quiz you've ever thrown at me. The, the first one was like years and years and years ago. So, yeah, no, this will be the second time. We got to do this again because this, okay. this I, I watched you and Trey. This is fun. Yeah, so <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Okay, let's go. Play quiz. <sighs> Question number one. Which brave – these are very Preston questions. Which brave companion is still alive? Ego, I fucking you, Pig or Ut? I knew you would give me a Brave Companions questions, which is why before this even started, I fucking researched everything I could about them. Because you did it last time, and I knew you would do it again, and I knew it would come up. It's it's uh, fucking um, uh, Todd Joth. Yeah! <laughs> Who did not sing at Joffrey's wedding? Coriel uh, Quainus, Galeon of Quay, Ali of Bravos, Bethany Fairfingers. Who the fuck knows this? I, I'm going to take a guess. Uh, Ali of Bravos. Who the fuck knows this? You are correct. No way! No fucking way! What sellsword company is not in Slaver's Bay? Second Sons, the Company of the cat, Cats, the Long Lances, the Ragged Standard. Uh, okay, so the Second Sons is obviously there because Tyrion and Jorah. Um, I know Company of the Cat is there because they have a leader named... Um, something beard i remember because like there's white beard black beard and this guy's name is like something beard so i know he they're there and long lances i remember get murked by danny's freedmen so by order of elimination it has to be the ragged standards yay wait who are the ragged standards i've never heard of them before just another another sellsword company you know that was randomly random who is a pirate of dagger lake urho the unwashed Karain Samantes, Mizo Mar, Rakalio Rindun. This is an Essos question, isn't it? Because there's no place in Westeros <laughs> named Dagger Lake. I know that for a fact. I know right Rindun is from uh, Fire and Blood, so hmm. Yeah, but that, he's also a pirate. Um I I don't know. I'm just gonna guess and go the unwashed guy. You got it. Wait, that's not possible. How is it the unwashed guy? Is it really? Am I not? There's no way I'm that lucky. You got it. Who is, was the cook at Winterfell? Gage, Micken, Harwin, Jory. I know Micken's the blacksmith. Jory goes to goes with Ned to King's Landing. 
Harwin, I know he's in the Brotherhood, so by order of elimination, Gage should be Gage. Yay! How many people did Danny's brother Viserys kill throughout his life? Fuck. Um, how many people did Viserys kill? There's no way it's zero. He had to have killed at least one person. One. He had to kill at least one. Is that your answer? Yeah, one. Zero, really? Damn, Viserys. <laughs> Who has Daenerys not had sex with? Eri, Jigui, Dario, Hisdar. Well, obviously, she's been with Dario. Uh, though the show, by the way, the show audience may not know this. People have only seen the show, but in the book, Danny does sleep with Hisdar. Um, the only part about this question that I hate is that. I always mix up her handmaidens from the time she was with the Dothraki because there's like three of them. There's Jiqui because of your meme, Eerie, and Dor something. I know there's Dorana, one she's. Yeah. I know there's one she sleeps with multiple times and kind of feels guilty about it. I'm gonna go with Eerie as a guess because I always mix up their names. Yeah, should have been. I knew it. Brienne's brother shared her name with what legendary hero? Florian the Fool, Simeon Star Eyes, Galadan of Moore. Serwin of the Mirror Shield. I don't know this one either. Florian the Fool? No. <laughs> <clears throat> Which sand snake is the youngest? Tyene, Lady Nim, Obara, Sorella. I'm going to go with Sorella because I, I, I don't know. I feel like that's the right one because I know the other two. Yeah, it is. Yeah. What man did not swear an oath of secrecy to Catelyn in a Game of Thrones? Halas Malin? Theon Greyjoy, Maester Lewin, Roderick Cassell. I know that Lewin, Roderick, Theon, and Rob are all there. So by order of elimination, it has to be Hallis. Yay! Who knighted Gregor Clegane the mountain that rides? His father, Tywin Lannister, Gerald Hightower, Rhaegar Targaryen. Oh, I know this one, uh, Rhaegar, because of the tragedy of what the mountain does to his wife. Yeah! <clears throat> what is... Not a way to circumvent the wall. Gorn's Way, Around at Eastwatch, The Bridge of Skulls, The Rhyme Gate Break. Uh, technically Gorn's Way, right? Because they never found a way through? Or so the legend has it? What? No, how? Preston, how? Pick that last one up. Which of Chet's conspirators <laughs> celebrates Jon Snow's election victory for Lord Commander? Ulmer of the Kingswood, Sweet Donald Hill... Raleigh of Sisterton, Sawwood. I'm gonna. I actually I don't know this one, but I'm gonna say Ulmer of the Kingswood because I'm pretty sure he's he's. I'm pretty sure he's there at both the mutiny and John's win. Ah. Who sails Catalan to King's Landing? Oh, Morio Timidus, Caso Mogat, Terneso uh, Teres, Zandu Doru. This is technically an Essos question. Fuck, I hate how you give me characters with the most ridiculous names who are all from Essos. Cassio Mogat? Casso Mogat? <laughs> come on. Who is not a Lord's Declarant? Oh, come on. Gilwood Hunter, Marwyn Belmore, Simon Templeton, Horton Redford. <laughs> They're all... They're... Most of the, I know Hunter, Belmore, and Redford are there. Uh, at, well, the houses at least, but you're talking about a Lord's. Mm. Fuck. Um, I don't know uh, which of these men specifically. If you, if you ask me houses, I'd know, but I don't know. Templeton? 
Who never studied at the Citadel? Robert Frey, Gunther Hightower, Laurie Strong, Hother Umber. Laris Strong. Yeah. The tough one. Who who does Cersei think might be Jon Snow's mother? A Dornish peasant, a Shara Dane, a sex worker, any of the above. You forgot that we actually made this joke years ago. <laughs> and I, I, I'm so glad you brought this back. Everyone, any of the above, everyone. This is the joke that you made specific. Yeah. yeah. Which is a vision of the ghost of High Heart? Um, mm. uh, a girl with snakes in her hair atop an ice castle, a dead fish weeping blood, a shadow riding a burning stag, all of the above. We had this conversation on the podcast a couple weeks ago. I don't know if you remember, like how George coincidence, yeah. Was it before that conversation? Yeah, I mean, oh, because okay, I know it's not the shadow because I know the burning shadow is killing the stag, not writing it, and the girl with snakes in her hair and the dead fish are kind of right answers. But I'm gonna go with the dead fish because that seems more correct. How is it not the girl with snakes in her hair? Because that's also one. She's not an ice castle. Um, who is who is who is not named Walder? Okay, this is, <laughs> who is not named Walder? Uh, a trueborn great grandson of Lord Walder, a trueborn son of Lord Walder, a trueborn grandson of Lord Walder, Hodor. <laughs> okay, so I know the trueborn son of Walder Frey is Stefron is Stevron Frey, mm-hmm. but. It- also, the grandson, because Ryman Frey is his grandson. So I, I'm going to go with the trueborn son of Walder, Lord Walder, because Lord Walder's son is Stevron. But a true, trueborn grandson of keep Lord mind, Walder. Keep in mind, I, I, you're, you're confusing it. I'm going to help you out here. Look, there, he has many trueborn sons, and he has many trueborn grandsons, and he has many trueborn great grandsons. We're going to have to go over this question. I'm going to go with true, true born son of Lord Walder because I'm assuming – because it's Stevron Frey. So technically he's not named Walder. So true born son of Lord Walder. You misunderstood the question but still got it. Uh, where, is, <laughs> where is Jacques Nagar purportedly from? Lorath, uh, Lorath Bravos, or Lice? I know it's Lorath because he says the same thing in the show. Yeah. And so you got – Let's see. You got 65%, 13 out of 20. Okay. Yay. Let me message Trey and get him back in here. Okay. So let's, uh, let's redo. The more we explore. <laughs> People are like, how do you not have ad block? I'm just like, fuck it. <laughs> All right. Preston supports the websites. That's right. I'm getting all the. I'll fuck you with the Walder one, by the way. Like, <laughs> You still got it. You just misunderstood the question. <laughs> what I was meaning is that, like, of all his sons and all of his grandsons and all of his great-grandsons, okay, Walder doesn't have a trueborn son named Walder. Of all right. of the ones he has, none of them are named Walder. He has a true, he has a bastard-born son named Walder, but he has no trueborn son named Walder, which is very interesting. All right. Hello, hello. Oh, oh. Almost almost had a face oh. reveal there. <laughs> but we we avoided that one. Um, all right. So Carmine, I guess Carmine could stick around and, and, and heckle you, but 
Carmine got 16 out of 20 correct on this quiz. It's he pretty was, good. He, he was very good. He got some, like in the beginning, I was like, oh my God, he's getting them all. And then he kind of <laughs> faltered. It was it was luck, and it was a lot of luck, actually. Yeah, so. he was very lucky on a few. He fully misunderstood a question <laughs> and still got it correct. I wonder if yeah. you'll misunderstand the same question, because the way he writes it, oh, fuck you on that one. The way you write it. <laughs> All right. Okay, okay. I'm kind of scared now. Okay. Yeah. So I, he got an 80%. Damn. No, he got 65%. 65. 65. Okay, okay. 16 out of, 16 out of 20. Or uh, thirteen out of twenty. I'm sorry, thirteen out of twenty. Oh, thirteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he got sixty-five percent. Okay, here we go. Okay. Which which brave companion is still alive? These are very Preston. Um, okay, pig is dead. Widow, Utz, or pig. Um, I this I okay. Septon Ut is dead. Pig is dead. Ago. Oh, it's between. I think the top one is like a um, Ibanese guy. Oh shoot! I'm gonna say the top one, top left. It's Togo. Oh, look at me. Okay. Uh, who did not sing Joffrey's wedding? Alia of Bravos, Colio Aquinas, Galleon of Quay, Bethany Fairfingers. Oh God, I think Bethany of Fairfingers. Oh, shoot. Okay, it was between those two for me. Damn. Okay. <laughs> what sellsword company is not in Slaver's Bay? The Second Sons, the Long Lances, the Ragged Standard, the Company of the Cats. Uh, the Ragged Standard. I've studied that Battle of Fire shit. Like, I know, <laughs> I know that one at least. <laughs> Who is a pirate of Dagger Lake? Urho the Unwashed, Karain Samanthes, Recalia Rindoon, Mazo Mar. It's uh, Urho the Unwashed, I think. All right. Oh, look at me. Look at me. Oh. <laughs> Who was the cook at Winterfell? Micken, Gage, Jory, Harwin. Okay. Oh, shoot. Okay. Harwin, no. Jory, no. Micken, Micken. Okay, was Micken the. Oh, God. Micken, Micken is the armorer. He's the, he's the blacksmith. Mickens, Mickens, Mickens stamp or whatever. I'm going to say it's Gage. Or am I mixing it up? Oh, thank God. <laughs> How many people did Danny's brother Viserys kill throughout his life? Huh. Like himself. Okay. Hmm. Oh, God. This is first book stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't read the first book in years. Um, that's the one I read the least. I'm going to say zero. Okay, good. Okay, yeah. Who has Daenerys not had sex with? Hisdar, Eri, Jiqui, Dario. Fuck me. I get, I get Eri and Jiqui mixed up all the time. Um, Dude, me too. Oh, my okay. God. Well, she has sex with one of them. I know this. I know this. And she, like, doesn't like it. She's like, let's not do that again. Oh, God. Eerie or Jiqui? Okay, this is a 50-50 one for me. I'm going to say Eerie. Oh, fuck. Okay, okay, okay. Brienne's brother shared a name with what legendary hero? Florian the Fool, Serwin of the Mirror Shield, Galadan of Morn, Simeon Star Eyes. 
This is like one. This is like one remark in the entire series, or like in an appendix thing. Um, it, okay, I, I I can try to use logic, but sometimes George doesn't really use logic because like Simi of Star Eyes is like a northern, a northern hero, um, or villain. I, I'm not even sure if he's okay. So I can maybe cross him off. Galadin. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Galadon of Morn. Oh, oh, that was <laughs> which man snake is the youngest? Sorella, Tyene, Obara, Lady Nim. Okay, I think Tyene's the youngest, but she's like all innocent. Oh fuck me, it's Sorella. Damn. Okay. What man did not swear an oath of secrecy to Catelyn in a Game of Thrones? Maester Lewin, Roderick Cassell, Hallis Malin, Theon Greyjoy. Okay, I remember this vaguely. I remember this vaguely because it's in the show. Um, I think Theon's there. Is Roderick Cassell there? Hallis Mullen. Oh, gosh. I think it's Maester... Well, damn, this is all Game of Thrones stuff. I've forgotten all the Game of Thrones stuff. Hallis Mullen... Hallis Mullen... Is the guy with Ned Stark's bones? I don't know if that's relevant at all. <laughs> um, let's see. Is it Lewin? It's like all, every single one except Theon. Like I firmly remember Theon being there, but maybe he didn't swear an oath. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Maester Lewin. Just a shot in the dark. Wow, it's Alice Mullen. What? <laughs> Who knighted Gregor Clegane in the mountain that rides? Rhaegar Targaryen, his father, Gerald Hightower, Tywin Lannister. Hmm. I, 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 this is like such a, it's a weird detail and I know who it is. It's weird. Like it's, it might be, I'm going to say it's Rhaegar. That's my gut is that it's Rhaegar. I remember reading it once and it's weird. Yeah. It's like, yeah. What is not a way to circumvent the wall? The Bridge of Skulls, the Rhymegate Break, Gorn's Way, a rounded east watch. Hmm. A rounded east watch. Gorn's Way, like, is it okay? Oh, I guess I can't ask you. You're the, you're the, you know, the answer. I was like, Gorn's Way is like a legendary way. We don't know if it actually exists. I'm thinking, I'm thinking too, I'm thinking too much about it. The Rhyme Break, Rhymegate Break. Bridge of Skulls is one, Round East Watch is one. Gorin's Way would be one if it exists. Rhymegate Break. I've never heard of the Rhymegate Break. I'm going to say that. Okay. <laughs> Which of Chet's conspirators celebrates Jon Snow's election victory for Lord Commander? Ulmer of the Kingswood, Raleigh of Sisterton, Sweet Donald Hill, Sawwood. Ulmer's not one. Sweet Donald Hill, I think he's like one of the few that survives and is still like in the Night's Watch. I think. I'm going to say yes. Okay, good, good. <clears throat> Who sails Catalan to King's Landing? Caso Mogat, Morio Tumitis, uh, Ternesis, <laughs> Zandu, Durandoru. Screw, screw this question. <laughs> this, this stupid Catalan going to King's Landing and like beating <laughs> Ned. I hate, I hate that plotline because it's just like so fast. Oh, gosh. I, this is like so... I I don't think he's a summer islander, so I'm crossing the 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 Zondo one, but I could be totally. I'm gonna say Caso Mo, Mogat. 
Oh, okay, okay. I, I wouldn't have gotten that one. Who is not a Lord's Declarant? Okay. Marwin Belmore. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Get them mixed up with like their kids. Simon Templeton. Simon Templeton. Gosh. Okay. Redfort is one. Belmore is, is one. Hunter. Simon Templeton, like the name is in my head, but I don't know if he's if he's like in the Lord's Declarant or not. Simultan, I'm going to say that one. I'm going to say Simon Templeton. Oh God! Who never <laughs> studied at the Citadel? Robert Frey, mm. Laurie Strong, Gunther Hightower, Hothar Umber. Ah. Okay, Hothar Umber did. That's Horsbane. Gunther Hightower, he like lives there, so I feel like he should. <laughs> Robert Frey, Robert Frey is, I, I think it's that's is that the same that might be the same one from the the fan fiction project. Um, I'm gonna say Laurie Strong. Okay, that's a hard. <laughs> Who does Cersei <laughs> think might be Jon Snow's mother? A Sarah Dane, a sex worker, a Dornish peasant, any of the above? Gosh. Oh gosh. Hmm. Dornish peasant, a sex worker, a Shardane, or any of the above. Cersei's kind of crazy and like has no like constantly is just changing what she believes in. So that could be a trick. Shar I think it's a Shardane. I think it's a Shardane. I think Oh, crap. Damn. This is a vision of the ghost of High Heart. A girl with snakes in her hair atop an ice castle. A dead fish weeping blood. A shadow riding a burning stag. All of the above. Hmm. Which is a vision of the ghost of High Heart? A girl with snakes in her hair. Ah, oh, that's like Sansa in the, in the purple wedding. Shadow riding a burning stag. I don't remember that one. A dead fish weeping blood. I don't remember the ice castle part. Mmm. Mmm. A shadow riding a burning stack. I don't remember that. I'm going to say a dead fish weeping blood. Oh. <clears throat> All right. Who is not named Walder? Hodor, a trueborn son of Lord Walder, a trueborn grandson of Lord Walder. A trueborn great grandson of Lord Walter. <laughs> Squash. Boo, boo. Um, who is not named Walter? I'm like, I'm psyching myself out right now because it's like, <laughs> there's, so many. Real... <laughs> there's so many Frey, like, children and grandchildren. That'd be funny if. No, okay, so, okay. A trueborn grants who is not there is okay. I know okay. All right, I'm thinking. I'm breaking this down because I heard about the the big and little little Walder. Big and little Walder are Walder phrase. Merit, yeah. Okay, there's at least a grandson named Walder, the big and little Walder, and I think there's a great grandson, big and little Walder. I think is there not a trueborn? I'm gonna say a trueborn son of Lord Walder. There's not one named. Oh, okay, okay. That was lucky. That was lucky. <laughs> Where is Jack and Hagar purportedly from? Lice he's from um, Bravos. He's from Lorath. 
This is the mazes, yeah. You guys tied. <laughs> we both got. We tied. Damn. Let's 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 reload this and go through this. But you guys got you guys got the same score, Carmine and uh, Dang, we, Fred. I'm proud Good of job. us. Damn. Okay, Carmine, how do you feel? <laughs> No, that's I can't believe I can't believe, dude. I I didn't think of that. I so the the Viserys one. Okay, well let's go through them. Let's cause... go do this again. Um, which brave <laughs> companion is still alive? This is obviously a very Preston question. And if you paid it, if you if you paid attention to during the fanfic, you you would have gotten that like it, it was it was one of the um, one of the the Ibanez is one of the survivors. But Tog Joth is the Ibanez guy. Ego is the Dothraki. He's killed by Nymeria in Arya's dream. So that's, these are the hard ones. Obviously pig is killed by, by Brienne and Septon Un mm. is killed by the, by the, um, by the brotherhood in an Arya chapter. So the pig and Ut were kind of the easy ones. Well, ego Tog Joth are like random, hardly ever mentioned like his <laughs> companions, but you both got this one. So Tra- Tra- really? I knew, yeah. I knew he was going to do a brave companion question. Cause he loves the brave. Con- <laughs> so, I, so I, so in preparation for this, I'm like, okay, who's this? Who's this going on? Yeah. I knew he was going to come at me with that. <laughs> Um, I, which, which I know is, that one because I, I like the Ibanez. So I was like, just, I looked up like what, what Ibanez are even in the story. And I, I remember that name cause they have weird names. Um, who didn't sing at Joffrey's wedding? This is another one that if, if you did the fanfic, you'd probably get because we bring it back. But Coleo Quainus, Bethany Fairfingers, and Galleon of Quay are, are, are all ones. But then Alia Bravos is one in which it's originally Marillion. Like Marillion asks Roderick, like, who's the best singer in the world? And Roderick's like, Alia of Bravos. And he's like, what? She's so old. And so we had the same thing happen again, where like Coolio Aquinas is like, I'm the greatest singer in the world. And somebody, some Dothraki in, 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 in Lice is like, Alia of Bravos is the greatest in the world. And he's like, what? <laughs> That's, but um, Carmine got this one. I think Trey missed this one. I, I guessed that one. I, 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 I shouldn't even count. It was between her and Bethany Fingers, because I, I didn't remember too many female singers at the wedding. Um, which sells for companies not slivers. Bay, you guys both got this. That that mm-hmm. uh, I forget the Ragged Standard is just somebody that like appears. They just kind of get mentioned. Maybe Jora used to be part of the Ragged Standard or something. They're just a randomly mentioned sellsword company. But obviously, the Long Lances Company and the Cats and the Second Sons are are one of the, the three of the four. The fourth one being the Windblown. Agor okay. Rivers worked in the Ragged Standard before making okay. the Golden Company. Okay, it's a deep cut right there. Who is a pirate of Dagger Lake? You guys both got this. Um, or who the Corrine Semantis <laughs> is is um, is uh, uh, was hired by Stannis. He's he's like the second. He's like another of of Salador Sands, like second in command or whatever. Um, Recalia Rendun is obviously from Fire and Blood, where he he replaces the the um, the the after after what's his face dies, the the guy that gets killed by Damon. Um, uh, Ricalia Rendun takes over. Fuck! How how am I forgetting? Like already? Like um, <laughs> the, I forgot his name too. They gave him great crab feeder. Crab feeder. feeder. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I forget. Crab feeder. Taped up. Some of these. Some of these ones. Like so. Kind of picked up, and I forgot. Okay. I'm looking one up. Is he related? As a eunuch in service to Salador San. He's mm. once. Yeah. Okay. Never knew of him. Um. Who is the cook at Winterfell? You guys both got this. It was Gage. He's 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 mentioned mm. in 
you know, pretty in the, as a, he's actually a trivia question in the story. Um, when, 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 uh, when Moores finds Theon and, and, uh, fake Arya, he quizzes her. And so they get that. Um, how many people did Danny's brother kill in his life? Uh, Carmine missed this one. The answer is zero. And Danny specifically thinks about this. Like, so wait, so before you move on, the reason I like, I was, cause I, first off, there is no, I, I, for the longest time, I'm like, there had to, he had to have killed somebody, somebody. He's a piece of shit. There's no way. And then I'm like, when Trey came on and Trey was like, technically he kind of killed himself and he, you know, by doing the thing. <laughs> with the, with the I thought, like that would have been a great trick question if you were really feeling douchey. <laughs> I, I, I psyched myself out I a whole bunch of times counts. in this. <laughs> I don't know if I count. Kill it. Like, being, being dumb, it's not exactly. So, so no, the I point of this is like, Viserys' body count is zero, while Daenerys has like killed like thousands oh, yeah. of, of yeah. people. Yeah, that's what I love about it. People are like, oh, Viserys is a horrible person. But he's a horrible person who never killed a single person, which is like, which, I mean, think of, all, think of the body count of, of Arya. Think of the body, you know, like all the sorts of people. Think of the body count of Ned, you know, like it's just, yeah. Viserys is actually like, you know, maybe he has a bad heart, but in practice, he never did anything. He never killed anybody, you know, so. Um, who has Daenerys not had sex with? I think you both um, guessed Eerie when the answer was Jigui. I mean, you both were, were, were coin tossing and you both coin tossed wrong. But yeah, she has sex with Eerie and you know. I get all the handmaids mixed up, the Dothraki ones. Yeah. There's only two. There's What's only two the one that died. <laughs> Wasn't Dor- 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 it was Doria too, right? Doria's Lysani. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was just a, she was just attached. I mean, I get it in the sense that like when the show is going, they don't have her, so you just you, you just kind of assume that everybody is is uh, is Dothraki. Or did they make her Dothraki in the show? I don't even I think, think they, she was in the uh, show. I don't, I don't remember. I, I, I when I say Dothraki handmaiden, she gets, the she one gets, they, to they have her. They, they have her die of thirst in the or suffocate in the in the um, in Karth with uh, in the vault in the vault, which of Zaro. Uh, but they they always had her dressed like a Dothraki. So I don't know if they ever. I don't know if they, in the show they ever like said whether she was like Dothraki. Yeah, but damn. Um, Brienne's brother shared a name with what legendary hero? Um, so this is the whole like. So even though it's like not really mentioned in the text, like that that the, his his name was Galadin. Maybe it was mentioned once, but she tells the long story of Galadin of Morn and the Perfect Night. And so only through only in reread, like only only like do you realize that like Brienne's worship of that story is connected to her brother, and it's a really it's a very subtle thing like the perfect night. Well, yeah, he's perfect night. Cause your brother's perfect. Cause he died. The perfect night is perfect, mm-hmm. you know, in the story as well. So there's like this double meaning of Galadan of Morn, Morn, but you know, you have, you have to remember my Brienne series, <laughs> but yeah, the rest of them, I <laughs> picked random, random people, but yeah, Galadan of Morn is the perfect night who never used his. It's such his a deep cut. That's such a Preston question. That's insane. <laughs> I know. Which sand snake is the youngest? This was tricky because Tyene seems like the youngest, but it's actually Sorella. Sorella is actually oh. Tyene. 
Um, I think Carmine got it and, and Trey, Trey. I got it because I remember we had a discussion on Sorel. It's one of the very first discussions we've ever had together. I remember that. How old is Sorella? Do we know? She's like 18. She's like 18. Oh, okay, so all the Sansics are pretty old. Like like yeah. old for the story. Right, right. It's like, I think, and Tyene's like 21, you know, or something. And, um, which doesn't really make, I'm trying to remember the ages because it doesn't really make, t- weirdly, Tyene is better friends to Ariane than Lady Nim or Obara. I forget. I have to look up um, uh, Ariane's age, but it seems like she would be, like age-wise, she should be better friends with Lady Nim. But but she's best friends. She's better friends with Tyene for some reason. Um, what man did not swear an oath of secrecy to Catelyn in Game of Thrones? Um, Carmine got this. I think uh, uh, Trey fucked it up. But this is a little well, tricky because Halas Malin leaves the room immediately before this oath. She's like, she like orders Hallis Malin to do something. She actually says, I think she says Hallis like shut the door. And he's like, okay, on your way out. And he shuts the door and then everybody else makes the, the, uh, the secrecy oath. But yeah, it was in the show as well. And then they put it in front of the Weirwood and it was a little more. Um, um, That's where I fucked it up. I was thinking the show in my head. Well, the show doesn't make very much sense because so the fact that they just that Theon just happens to be in the room because he he's attached to Rob, like makes sense that Theon is there to, to like uh, to to do the oath. In the show, she calls everyone to the Weirwood tree, like specifically, and so Theon gets called to the Weirwood tree to make an oath, which which would never happen. Like, why would she include Theon when she so, never trusted Theon? That's know? exactly what I was going to say because in season two of the show. Um, she gets on Rob's case. She goes, I told you to never trust a Greyjoy, but you did but in you, season one. Yeah. yeah so. Right. so it really only makes sense in the book because like she's, she's, he happens to be in the room already, but yeah, it's a, it's a more beautiful shot to have them in front of the tree. So, um, Hallis Mullen, um, who knighted Gregor Clegane, the mountain that rides. I think he buys both. We got this. So it was Rhaegar. Um, this one, you guys were both, you both were like, Gorn's way is not a real way. <laughs> like, you both were calling it out, being like, it's not a real way. <laughs> I forget which one. Karma, did you get this right? Or did you, did no, you I got that wrong. I thought it was Gorn's way because the, even if it's a story, it still counts, right? Yeah, so I just made up this rhyme gate break. Um, mm. um, Chet's, this is a tough one. This Chet's Conspirators one. Um, because I think one one of these people uh, is celebrates with John. I think Ulmer of the Kingswood celebrates with John, but it was not a conspirator. And then Sawwood and Raleigh of Sisterton uh, were conspirators. Sawwood Sawwood's fate is actually unknown. He was a conspirator, and we have no idea what happened to him. Um, I mean, probably dead, but we don't know. Sweet Donald Hell is the unusual one where he, he was like one of the conspirators and like celebrates with John. So, and then, um, who sells Catelyn to go? <laughs> uh, who are we all both guessed people? that you both guessed this. Did we really? Who's Casa Mogad? Who is this guy? <laughs> Zondu is obviously on, on the, on this, on the, um, the, 
the the ship with with Sam, but I'm for, I'm forgetting all of like where I got these names: Ternesio, Terius, and Caso Mogat. Um, uh, who, who Caso I... Mogat is the guy that drops Davos off at White Harbor. Oh, right. It's Who's just and then Morio? <laughs> how how does this Morio get have a, have a picture have like fan art drawn of him? He was in like one book in yeah, one scene, like one book, like one scene where he's just like, <laughs> "If you ever need me," he does say his name a bunch. You know, I think where where like his name gets mentioned like for some reason like fifty times in one chapter for no reason. It's probably based on a real guy who won a contest cool. with George or something. Want to bet with George? And he's like, George, I bet you won't put me in your book. He's like, I bet I will. <laughs> Morio. Um, who is not a Lord's Declar? You guys both got fucked up with this one. This is a really hard one because hmm. um, there's a Lord Bellamore who is the Lord's Declar, but Marwyn Bellamore is a is a knight. He's the the, the knight, knight of the gate. Um. And he is not, uh, he's not a lord. You, people could also maybe guess Simon Templeton because Simon Templeton is a landed knight. So he's the, he's uh, the knight of nine stars. They usually call him Sir Simon Templeton, even though he's the lord of the, he's the lord of their manor. You know, you know, it's confusing whether you, whether you call a landed knight a lord or not, but Lord Galewood Hunter and Lord Horton Redforth. But yeah, it was Marwyn Belmore. This is a tricky one. And then, this is a really tricky one. I mean, you both got it right. I was very proud of both of you. But this one, I this one was like such a trick question because Lionel Strong studied at the Citadel. And so one would think that Laurie Strong would have studied at the Citadel. He seems like the type of guy who would have studied there, but he didn't. And you both got it right. You both knew that like Hothar Umber and Robert Frey um, uh, studied there. Okay, Laurie's. And then, who does Cersei think might be Jon Snow's mother? Yeah, she she goes through and she has this like list where she's like, uh, "Who was it? A Dornish peasant whose whose fast you burned? Um, you know, a, a prostitute?" Or and then she goes into a, a thing on Ashara Dane and how she Ashara Dane committed suicide because she she he stole her kid or something. You know, I got this one right because I. Uh... This is the joke that me and Preston made, like, or that Preston made eons ago, and it's just I just remember it. That, that Cersei plays the same game as like everybody else, like trying to figure out who. Mm -hmm. I could I could have gotten it if it was Stannis, where it's like Stannis, like randomly is like, did Ned Stark take you on a fishwife or something like that? <laughs> oh damn, that's tough. Um, this one I tried to make as tricky as possible, and I think you both got it. Um. A shadow, because it's not a shadow riding a burning stag. It's a, it's a, it's a shadow killing a stag. Mm -hmm. um, like you took elements. You were very clever. Yeah. You took elements from real visions. And this, this was a girl with serpents in her hair in a snow castle, not not snakes in her hair on top of an ice castle. And then the dead fish weeping blood, which is it. I mean, plus the all of the above. You know how people always think it's all of the above. And so yeah, this is mm -hmm. the dead fish weeping blood is Catalan. Um, and then this trick, this one with, with Carmine's favorite question, he, he guessed this one. God. He didn't, he totally misunderstood it and he, and he still got it. <laughs> um, but yes, the, uh, weirdly Hodor, I mean, weirdly Walter 
Walder Frey never named a trueborn son Walder. He only named a bastard son Walder. And after that, everybody started like naming their kids after him, which is a weird, it's like kind of a weird, like to think about it. Like, um, because you wouldn't think that you'd think that. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Hold on a minute! That is not the qu- the question. Is who is not named Walder? Which is yeah. okay. A true a, a true grandson of Lord Walder, which would be Ryman Frey. That's technically true. And a true born son of Lord Walder, which is Stevron Frey, which is also true. No, 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 no. But like I'm saying that you cannot find a true born son of Wal- of Walder Frey named Walder. It's named Walder. Yeah. I understand that's it's a weird, weird detail. The weird, but yeah. Hmm. Cause, cause I'm you trying would, to remember. Because it almost seems humble, right? That that he would not name <laughs> a, a child after himself, except for a bastard. Um It's funny that like born. also that like he when he talks about like they're all naming them Walder now and stuff, that it's like it's something that his kids are doing, not himself. Yeah, like he not himself. Yeah. And I, I do wonder if like when he when he sired a bastard, the mother was probably the one that named the child rather than him, right? Because she's probably off somewhere, and then comes mm. back and is like, "Look, I've got this son named Walder." So it's a funny, it's a funny, it's a weird moment of humility for for old Lord Walder Frey that he never named a kid after himself. Huh. And then what you guys both got this? Where's Jack and Nogar from? You know, maybe somebody might think it's Bravos, but obviously it's Lorath. I mean, the, I think um, I think Rorg calls him Lorath as a nickname in Clash of Kings. And look, I got a hundred percent. Congrats! Wait a minute, hold on. How many people have played this? Because it looked like other ple- people have played it before. Yeah, some wonder... people have found it. Some people huh. have found Damn. it before. So I made this quiz like like a little over a week ago. And uh, well, you have three I, comments. Let me see. The comments are like, <laughs> yeah, what do they say? The youngest sand snake is Lareza. Yeah, yeah, obviously. But like, of the one, the question concerns the given one, not all of them. Pay homage to Preston Jacobs, King of the Andals, the first man to run. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> we got to do this again because that that was that was good. That was, good. I can't that was believe I looked quiz. through this crap. Jesus Christ! Oh, by the way, before before I know you guys have, have to both have to bounce. I finally started reading uh, the Hedge Knight. Oh, last night really? I got to the. It, it, it's really cool. I it, it starts off like you know a little slow, a little slow, and then like oh, because I'm at the part where Dunk needs the champions for the Trial of the Seven, and he mm. can't find the last person. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. And all of a sudden, Breakspear comes out of nowhere. I will fight with you. And I was like, oh shit, Breakspear. Yeah, I, I almost feel like there's a little bit taken away in the sense that like going in, we all know who egg is and so much of the hedge knight is dependent upon the reveal of who egg is. And I don't know, like, you know, that, 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 that's like never given, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like if any reader, like which readers like get to experience that. Oh, you know? so I'm reading the comic, not like not anything else. And in the comic, you can easily tell Egg is a Targaryen because they, he has the Targaryen eyes. So mm. you can easily tell this fucking kid is like, oh, he's something. Yeah. The, the one, like, I, I will say this: yeah. the one character I that caught me off guard. I was like, huh? Was the drunk at the very beginning in the inn? 
Mm. I didn't realize that was um, Baylor the drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Daron the drunk. Daron, Daron the drunk. Daron, yeah. I didn't realize it was Daron the drunk because he doesn't have those features. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, well, actually, the weird thing is, is we kind of get our opinions about Targaryen looks from the show and and art. That the number of times they actually describe what Targaryens look like is is pretty rare. I think Danny is only called pale once and, and Viserys is only called pale once, you know? Um, and like it being like, I mean, I got, I, I decided I, I went into looking at like, when are Tar- Targaryens described when, when the, obviously when the Valarians were chosen for the show and everybody's like, what black Targaryens. And I'm like, well, does the text ever say that they can't be black? You know? And I started looking through and I was like, oh, I guess not. There's only like one occasion where Danny's called pale and one occasion that Viserys is called pale. And it's like, and that's just two Targaryens, you know, like who's to say what the rest of them look like, you know, but we, we yeah. If, if like the Targaryen empire is like the Roman empire, like there's probably a huge diversity of like what, tar- yeah. like what, uh, yeah, Valerian was, empire. The only thing we're told is that like, they have gold and silver and platinum hair and violet indigo and purple eyes. Right. So, you know, you know, obviously we associate blondes with being pale and we associate those colors of hair with being, with being blonde. So, you know, there's some mixture of like our own world, but, um, but you know, you know, have you guys ever like noticed Terminator two is set up like a full, like 30 minutes of the movie is set up. With the with the reveal that Dar- that Arnold Schwarzenegger is the good guy as like a big twist, but obviously in the previews, like in the trailers for the movie, they they ruined that reveal. So I like I wonder like how many people out there there might you know maybe a handful like ever got surprised by Terminator Two, you know, because you watch Terminator One, you're like, well Arnold Schwarzenegger is the villain, and you watch Terminator Two, and then in the middle, like you're like, oh he's the good guy, you know. But who's who's fooled by by Egg just being a random little boy? I don't know. If they if I if we get the like, adaptation, it's possible. Like if they're, obviously they're not going to include if they're following the TV show cinematic universe, they're not going to include the violet eyes because in the comic that I'm reading, he has the like the violet eyes and he's super pale. So. Like, of course, I got it immediately. Plus, I also know a bit about the story before even reading it. The one thing that did catch me off guard was uh, Baylor Breakspear becoming Dunk's seventh cha- champion and Daron the Drunk being at the end at the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. Those two things caught me off guard. Yeah, it's it, it, the other interesting thing about The Hedge Knight um, is that because the, the latter two books are so um, Blackfire integrated that the first one is a little interesting because they never mention any of it. And you're, like, you, you don't, you don't get into the Blackfire Rebellion because I don't think George had come up with the concept yet or hadn't, hadn't fully fleshed it out. So it's one of those kind of interesting things um, that none of that's mentioned. Like, so you can't like go into the hedge night, and look for Blackfire conspiracies because there, there are none. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Are we, are we going to talk about this uh, this outline thing, or is that going to be safe for some other time? Is that just you and Carmine? I want I, w- I want to talk about it. I, I don't I don't know if I have enough time. 
I mean, I have about 45 minutes. Um, that, so we could, we could, if we, if we, if we have like 45 minutes, if you want to, if you think like we're only going to talk that long. It's uh, it's totally on you. I'm, I'm cool with whatever. All right. Let's see here. <laughs> Wait, Preston, did you read this ahead now, of time? What's that? Yeah, I, I just scooped it out ahead of time. What, why are they? All right. <laughs> oh, by the way, Trey, sure, I had, did I, I told you yeah. about who I did an interview with, right? If I, if I told you, don't tell it, yeah, say yeah. the name. I told, oh, yeah. dude, that interview was fucking great. It was juicy as hell. I, I'm, I'm compiling, I recorded him and I'm going to listen back and, and just take notes. But, uh, it was George, George is a funny guy. Um, ironically, a lot of the stuff that he tells me, you can, you can go to the Cushing library and, just look up all this information yourself. And according to him, George has a lot of information there you probably shouldn't have there. <laughs> mm. Damn. Okay. Is this new? Oh wait, no, no. This is from it's, yesterday. Yeah, okay. It's just the, the the pictures are showing up. Okay. Let's let's uh let's start here. <clears throat> um okay. I am joined by hold on I'm hearing uh I'm hearing uh, a a uh... Welcome okay, back no, to America, okay. baby. Okay. All right. I am joined by, um, here we are. I'm here with Carmine and Trey the Explainer, and we are talking about this. Um, <clears throat> everyone this week has been talking about this this outline for a Feast for Crows uh, that came out that George wrote in about 2003, 2004. Um, when we say outline for a Feast for Crows, keep in mind that back then it was an outline for A Dance with Dragons. Um like George R. Martin didn't know he was going to like split the books yet and things like this. Um, and so th we're going to have elements of both stories in here, but yeah, George, um, I read through it and yeah, I don't know. There's some stuff that's, that's interesting. I don't know how like super um, revolutionary it is. What did you, what did you guys think when you, when you read through it? Uh, I'm gonna I think be very the weirdest thing was, yeah. Wait, did you did you read it, Trey? Because I, I I told Trey like yeah. let's let's let Preston read it and then he'll tell us about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I read it. I I thought it was the weirdest thing was seeing how George outlines where he like just writes like random quotes. Oh yeah, and it's yeah. just just like out of totally out of context. Like I'm going home. Yeah, stuff or, that he thinks. Write it like a horse. A fun a fun little thing. Yeah. Um. I hope people can't hear that vacuum cleaner that's gone on. <laughs> the um, so uh, so for so starting out, <clears throat> we have here his his outline because you're right that George doesn't outline very much, and when he does, he doesn't even stick to it very much. So I don't even know what's this what it, what it's for, like what he's doing mm. um, in this situation because it's like the you know like you're talking about an entire book plot and he can't he can't remember this stuff he can't remember like what he's going to be doing but then i was wondering if he's if there's a lot of this that you get elements of the show and mm -hmm. i do wonder like when he actually sat down with dan and dave later on um and, and in like what he, like um 
to tell them about the rest of the story. Cause there's a lot of weird stuff where I'm like, Oh, that's how the show went, but that's not how the, how the books are going. Even though the timeline is like 2003, 2004, like Can you give me one about, example of that. Cause that's interesting. Oh, like Brienne fighting the hound. Um, Oh yeah. Uh, um, the hard home. Tyrion witnessing the incest, John at hard home. Um, there's a lot of weird stuff like um, Sansa taking the North. I mean, some of the stuff has elements in the published book, but it's there, there's just a lot of like <clears throat> weird stuff where it's reminiscent of what's in the show. And maybe it's by maybe it's just by by chance or by accident. But wait, wait, Tyrion <clears throat> witnessing the incest of uh, who in the show? Oh, oh of Danny and John? Oh, is that what that's a reference to? Don't know. Who is he witnessing oh. the incest in in this? We don't know. No clue. But that that's where we kind of like get to where where. But you know, I was thinking about the timeline. I was like, it doesn't really make sense. Like when? Because I'm trying to think. When did first season of Game of Thrones come out? Twenty ten. 2010, which means they would have been like writing scripts maybe in 2011. Like, oh, you know, maybe they would have been writing that. scripts in like ten, in, in 2010, 2009. He would have already published Feast. So maybe he's, maybe he didn't know. Maybe some Re- of this. Remember, they, they took an extra year because of that failed pilot with yeah. the, like the different Danny actress. So like oh, yeah. maybe some of this information is like what was the outline that originally went to Dan and Dave, but I don't, but, but there was a fully published. A feast for crows at that point, so I don't know if that makes sense with everything. But um, mm. so anyway, we start with with his notes, and we can kind of see the original notes here, which are just kind of like, you know, a scribbles. But but people people mm. have like figured them out, and so we have so page one we have Danny pretend it's a horse face off in the pit. Uh, no, Mary City battle scene. I'm going home. Chapter one, uh, one chapter, chapter one. Um, so I kind of know that we kind of know that like originally Daznak's pit was the original opening chapter of Daenerys after a five year gap. Even after the five year gap was removed, like he's still thinking about the story starting with the Daznak's pit. And then she returns to Marine after Daznak's pit, having flown Drogon. We kind of know that this was the original story. And that he he kind of realized that he didn't like that, and he moved Daznak's pit, and 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 the dragon later on. So it's um so it may be that like she originally flew around on the dragon, and then decided that she was gonna go home, and then there was a big preparation of exiting the city or something, because she the pretend it's a horse. We get elements of that when she does finally start flying on Drogon. She starts thinking about it being a horse. I know, I know, um, um, uh, Glytus already, like, um, hold on a second. What's going on, little guy? Well, she's not up here. I, I, I know, I know. She's not up here. I don't know. Did, did you try, did you try... Did you try downstairs? Sorry, guys. <laughs> that's a good. And so I think that that's what it, this is a remnant of that. The, this is a remnant of 
like we know that like Danny does when she's on upon on Drogon like think about it be, her being a horse um there is a battle at the pits and she's I think maybe the marriage of of Hisdar was moved like she had not she was planning on marrying him and then she flies on the dragon and then decides to abort it and is like no I'm going home instead and then it's all about preparations to go home. I, I think it's probably something like that is, is, is yeah. what this means. Um, then he has Sam cut. I guess he was thinking about not having the Sam chapters because, because the book was getting a dance with dragons was getting pretty big. And so he, I think he'd probably written some Sam and then decide to cut it. Um, which makes me think about that John chapter too. You know how we have that useless John chapter in A Dance with Dragons? Where, oh, yeah, yeah. Where it's just Sam. The first one, right? Yeah. I feel like maybe he was like, I can cut the Sam chapter and just have it be a John chapter or something like that. And then when he was like looking to fill books, once he split the books in two, he's like, I'll have it twice or something. That would be my guess. But I don't know mm-hmm. if he, he means he's going to cut the entire Sam like storyline from yeah, and have no Sam chapters. Um, I suppose I don't know how he'd have the, the, the Citadel perspective at the end unless, unless it was an epilogue. Because the rest of the Sam chapters could be cut. No problem. Mm-hmm. Right? Him and Bravos can just be Arya. Yeah, and you just you just like you only keep Sam as the epilogue or as the the final chapter. Yeah, that w- that could work. Yeah, because there's nothing him him crying about Maester Aemon and having sex with Gilly and like dealing with all that is useless is, is not really it doesn't really advance any story. You could cut if anybody could be cut, it's Sam. But if he's splitting the book in two, then he needs more. He needs more. He needs more pages. So I kind of mm. get it. Um, Jamie Blackfish is, is self is self-explanatory. That's that's where the Jamie story goes. But then you kind of feel like River Run. The rest of Jamie's just filler. Like he's just like I don't know what I don't know what I'm doing with Jamie, but he's about <laughs> have him go to Raven Tree and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, because um, you're right, Jamie and the Blackfish. There's meat. There's like meat there where it's like he's meeting his hero and. Yeah. He's talking about honor and stuff and vows. Though there there is um in a previous version uh at the end, you know, where he's supposed to go off and, and meet Brienne. It's originally not Brienne. It's originally um Blackwood's sex worker. And that was Will changed be? to Brienne at the end. And originally she's not like, I'm gonna take you to it got changed a couple times. So what what's now is Brienne. I need to you need to go off with me because we're gonna face the Hound. But before it was the sex worker saying, "I need to take you off, or else." Um, instead of Brienne, it's the sex worker, and we need to go face the Hound. And before that, it was the sex worker. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you to the Blackfish. Huh. So it could also be a reference to that. That that it's interesting. Yeah, that the whole story is more. The whole Jamie story is more integrated with the Blackfish at that point. That he faces him at the at the castle 
and then he has to go be brought to him at the end of the story. So thus it justifies like Jamie's whole story is just about the blackfish probably originally. Um, the prologue, no glass candles, Pate steals the book, death of dragons. Mm. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Because we know in the previous iterations from the G stuff discoveries that Pate was interested they were that the faceless men were interested in glass candles that it was specifically the glass candles and that the book thing was not a thing i think just Tyrion mentions the books the the death of dragon stuff this um, is this overcomplicates it because because it seems like george is going back and forth what the faceless men actually want yeah like he doesn't fucking know like yeah, why why sure. is Doc, why <laughs> is Jack always... in the black cells? What's Jack and Agar doing? He doesn't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, it's rough to see this kind of stuff because you're you're like, oh, George did not plan this out super no. well. Because uh, I know that there are a whole bunch of fan theories that like Jackin was hired to kill like Danny's dragons or something like that, mm-hmm. and that's why he's trying to get the book. Um, <clears throat> But, and it, it, yeah. you know, it makes sense that there's it makes sense that there's like competing fan theories because he really did like leave leftover elements from his own wavering, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he he wanted he wanted Pate to be stealing the book. Now he wanted Pate to steal the key, but he also had the the the, the I think well, it's now stealing the key, but before it was stealing glass candles, and before that, apparently, it's stealing the book. So George doesn't fucking know. He's just. Uh, <laughs> That's a rough one to learn as like a fan theorist where you're like, oh, it could be. He's leaving his options open, is what it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'll decide later. Kick the can down the road. Um, Brienne end with hound fight. So, does um, this confirm Gravedigger? No, I, I don't know. Because obviously, like, the hound isn't necessarily Sandor. Right, because like Brienne does fight, oh, like Rorg, and then she's taken off with Lem Lemon Cloak, and you know the Hound as a as a thing is is metaphorical to like, you know the Hound represents like uh, I don't know like the the bad parts of like masculinity, or, you know, like whatever yeah. um, that that Brienne faces her whole life, and that the Hound faces her his whole life, so like she has to fight the hound in the end. Like, so it could either be like just talking about the, the, um, the, the Rorge fight, or it's talking about the, um, whatever the eventual Lem Lemon Cloak fight. Cause a storm of swords ends with the hound dying. So it can't really be like Sandor coming back and having some big fight. I mean, maybe it could be, but it's just weird that like, Brienne does fight the Hound, you know, like Sandor in the show. So we get the we get elements of, but I think it's probably like probably George wanted an an epic showdown with that helmet, but then it got split into two things. Probably split into Rorg and split into Lem Lemon Cloak. She'd probably have to fight the Hound again. Um, That's so funny that like the hound's helmet <laughs> switches through so many hands. Oh yeah, I mean, there's a whole and it's thing. It's so about, ambiguous like, here. Hmm. 
Yeah, and keep in mind, like the hound, the hound helmet being mis, mis, misinterpreted for things is like the story of it, right? Because like it's people think it's Rob at the um, at the red wedding. Uh, that, everybody thinks the, that Sandor is Rob at the red wedding, um, transformed into a into a dire wolf when it's actually the hound. Um, uh. The next one, the Baritone wedding thing, it, it actually is makes sense for um, the Davos chapters with um, what's his name, White Harbor, Wyman Manderley. With Wyman Manderley, because um, George just didn't revise it. Yeah, yeah, because George does make the mistakes about Baritone, and actually, even like getting the timing right of the travel to Winterfell and everything, like how fast they get to Winterfell, they get to Winterfell. Like people know that the weddings at Winterfell randomly when they shouldn't, like not just Manderley, but like Mance and um, their trip from Barriton to Winterfell is way too fast, like timeline wise, because because it's not unless everyone's not riding, you know, like it's just impossible. You don't have that many horses, but they they somehow get there in like a week, so. It was originally supposed to be a baritone, and then George decided that it's more exciting to have everything at Winterfell again, probably. Um, but it's pretty interesting that it's Davos who was originally supposed mm. to to rescue Arya, and not Mance or Theon. I'm reading this as as we still get Theon taking the fake Arya away from there, and Stannis tasks Davos with taking her back to Jon. Which kind so. of kind of aligns with what the show did, where Davos is back with John, or it could be like instead of no, Rick, he's trying to he's trying to get Arya. Yeah, I'm thinking too. Davos is replacing Theon. Like Theon replaced the Davos in this story. Like Davos is the one stealing fake Arya. And there's this epic line here: "Where are you going to a wedding?" There you go. That's yeah. George right there. Like that's how he's <laughs> and it's it's funny though because you know how like I've I've studied George's like chapter stuff and like he treats every chapter like a short story because he's a short story writer he's always thinking about beginnings and endings and so he, he begins and ends chapters really really well for the most part you know they're, they're self-contained short stories and so he like when he think when he's thinking about the fucking stories he he writes their final line i'm going home where are you going <laughs> to a wedding you know <laughs> we're going to lose i can get us the armor whatever <laughs> like but it sounds like they split they, they split it right like it was originally davos trying to get aria and they split mm. it to davos trying to get rickon and theon and mancer yeah, yeah that's weird that's interesting that theon is might be like a later edition because theon's story is so dang good yeah yeah wow um damn this is weird uh john yes we're going to lose i can get us the armor i can stay and look brave and you all die val carries a message rattle shirt goes with this is what's kind of funny is that like rattle shirt is still alive i don't know if he like never this is another thing that's like an element of the show like rattle shirt like mance isn't there you know like mance mm-hmm. rattle shirt dies but here rattle shirt's still alive unless it's mance um, Unless like George in his outline is like lying to himself, which is weird, <laughs> you know, to write your outline like that. 
I mean, I guess like if Stannis marches south, John is kind of like helpless against Tormund or the Weeper. And so maybe he's like sending off Val because this is Val sending a message is to get is to get Tormund and Rattleshirt goes with. Unless it's Mance, you know, um, mm. to get Tormund on board in order to like fight the the Weeper or something or. Um, unless it's, or it's maybe just, he's talking about the others. I don't know. Um, or maybe he's talking about getting people to go to hard home. Oh. <clears throat> Cersei, Kettleblack. Cersei. Yeah. It's funny how it's, it's like, same. it's very clear that like all of these stories, he's like jumping to the end. Cause he's like kettle black queen asked me to say that Osmond betrays her. Like that's not until. The high Stepton, the high sparrow gets her right. The high sparrow gets her until way later, um, and it's Lancel is the one that betrays her, not Kettle Black. In the end, she but she assumes. I guess like I guess maybe it's like Kettle Black in like the scene where he's being tortured. Maybe no, but it's Osfried. In the end, Osfried is the one that kills the high. Oh, right? I mean it's Kettle no. Black. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, I don't think it's Osman. You're right. That's weird. But yeah, it's it's Osfried, and yeah, I mean, it's just kettle blocks or kettle blocks, whatever. But but we're like jumping to the end here, and it's like he just kind of fills everything else with filler, which is why, like, I think when the first time I read A Feast for Crows, I definitely thought like the burning of the of the Tower of the Hand, and like Tywin's funeral, like went on forever. I'm just like, how is so much time dedicated to Tywin when so little time was dedicated to Joffrey? You know, like it just goes on and on. Um, <clears throat> okay. Sansa, divide chapter. Littlefinger, Cersei has overreached. She'll be done soon. Well, we know this is all in there in Feast for Crows. Divide chapter. Yeah, is that like the three queens? Yeah. The three. Yeah, exactly. The three yeah. Chapters queen thing divide chapter it seems like it was getting long already probably he's talking about sansa and rn elaine one um he could probably break that up so that nothing's really changed there that's all dorn this is different mm. um balon versus Ares. end with blood and fire mountain missing teeth. Oh. so this Damn, is balon versus Ares okart Ares okart right now, if Dang, you remember, that's unrealistically, in the books, Balon is delayed months and months with feasts, <laughs> you know, and tourneys and stuff for his arrival, which, like, no one would tolerate. Like, honestly, people would be like, no, I've got to, like, get the fucking, like, I've been assigned to do a job. I can't, I can't be, like, hawking for a fortnight, you know, like, but it, it's not very realistic, the, the, the delay of Balon. But it kind of makes sense that if Balon came earlier and faced off against Ares Oakhart, that that could be the death rather than than um, having it be um, Ariahota. Yeah. And then it's interesting, hmm. the mountain missing teeth, like the skull, they would look at the skull and not trust its like authenticity because it's missing teeth. Hmm would probably be the mountain well, that's interesting i get that i guess that maybe is like lends credence to the thing that it was like a dwarf's head i know that there's some fans that believe that one of the dwarf's head was used as like the mountain's head 
It's a yeah. fake. Which makes sense because like um, dwarf people with dwarfism do have somewhat larger heads, somewhat larger skulls than 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 human than other people. Like, there's no reason that the mountain should have an enormous head. He's just really tall, right? Like, you know, mm. shouldn't he shouldn't have an enormous skull? So, but you know, they do question the authenticity of it, but it doesn't kind of matter in the end. So. Yeah. Um, Kevin, home to Costerly Rock, ready for winter. That does happen. It's just that he gets, he returns, but he does. And then this it's weird... It's fun because like, that probably was George wanting to have an excuse to show off Casterly Rock because he's like hyped it up so much. It's like his favorite castle in the, in the mm. world, and then he's just never been able to show it. <laughs> it's funny that he says ready for winter because like... Because... Obviously, like, Kevin's chapter is the first day of winter. So I do wonder if he originally wanted Kevin to die at Casterly Rock. Um, mm. Epilogue, rather than rather than him returning all the way. Um, to King's Landing. King's, King's Landing. I wonder I wonder if he does die at, at Casterly Rock. Varys was the one that kills him there, too. <laughs> Just waiting for him over there at Casterly Rock. <laughs> Varus at Casterly Rock the whole time. That would raise so many questions. He's in the walls. I mean, that's gotta be that's gotta be what the ready for winter is. That he always wanted Kevin murdered, but it would have been a Casterly Rock instead. Oh my gosh! Kevin receives the letter to go to King's Landing to uh, take care of things there, and Varus anticipates it. He's waiting that in the walls. Makes sense, actually. Actually, Carmine, I think you're. I think you're right on that. He receives a letter. Yeah. He, that would that would bring him to the um, that would bring him to the rookery, right? He goes to the rookery, you know, to get this message that that he uh, that he needs to come to become regent, and then um, it also answers where Varys has been the entire time. Because people isn't the popular fan theory that Varys is is uh, Rugen in the yeah, the turnkey. Yeah. So it just answers like, oh, he's not in King's Landing. <laughs> it was a Casterly Rock plus the you, entire time. Plus, if you, you know, Cersei did burn down the Tower of the Hand. So she's supposedly burning down the secret passages. It's just that we kind of assume that there's more secret passages in other places. Right. You know, so it would make sense. It would be like a, yeah. a Land the Clever kind of parallel, too. Like Land the Clever, like hid in the walls of, of Casterly Rock and like mm. tricked people and killed them in the night and stuff. So it would have been cool. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's, I think that's definitely the case that that he was, he was probably getting asked to come to be regent because it doesn't really change that much. Like the only difference is he's made it to Castle Rock, and I mean, he's made it to King's Landing, and he's regent briefly, and then gets killed. Like, what's the, what's the real difference of like Cersei getting arrested and then awaiting? We end up in the same place. It doesn't. Didn't it's really... like, think, but there's also like Grandmaster Pycelle. Would Pycelle be dead in this again? Because nobody's really listening to Pycelle. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could do whatever you want with Pycelle at that point, because it would be the Castle Rock Maester that would probably be dead. Oh. Um. Daddy, I kind of. Can you walk me up to the window's outside? Um. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe later on. Can you give me like ten minutes? <laughs> I can get you what, 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 10 minutes maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <coughs> all right, all right. You have to press to come, okay? Okay, I do. I promise, I promise. I'll be there in like 10 minutes. Okay. All right, sorry. Now I understand how you're sick all the time. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sick all the time. <laughs> 
sick all, he's sick all the time. He's, he's a snot machine. He's, he's uh, the cutest snot machine in the world. Um, this next one here. So 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 remind me of this. Incest. Yeah, Tyrion's chapters removed yeah. from Feast to Dance, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Tyrion's. So you're wondering, like, what? Who is he witnessing? What does this mean? Yeah. Because this is like show stuff, like Tyrion on like the ship right. with Danny and John. So no, I, no, this this has to be maybe. when Tyrion is with the um the Golden Company. But who on the Golden Company? Unless it's Griff and Young Griff, who he's witnessing. <laughs> Griff and Young Griff. So oh can, God, it, it that adds another dimension. Like, well, I mean, it could be like he stays with Young Griff, and and then he witnesses like Danny like consummating her marriage to to young griff but that doesn't seem very impactful like who cares at that point with like at least in the show with Jon snow there was some impact to it but like obviously danny's not getting all the way to Jon snow um so yeah maybe it could be a flashback to like what i'm thinking is oh like like cersei and jamie yeah like Like how he discovered it and jamie at some point. When when Griff introduces young Griff, does he introduce him as his son? Mm. And aren't there rumors that Griff was a homosexual with Rhaegar? Are you trying are you trying to say that like you're you're thinking that that John Connington is is, All right, that... sleep, is sleeping with <laughs> young Griff? That's, I mean, what crazy. else is there? Like there's no way young Griff gets to Danny in feast. There's no way. That'd be moving way too quick. Where's where's the invasion of Westeros? I think I think Preston's idea of it being like a flashback of like Tyrion recounting like him stumbling on Cersei and Jaime. That's like the uh, why Maybe like a dream. A whole, whole, yeah, but like why well, have a whole section devoted to that? That's like like right. well, like he obviously knows about it already, and we know he knows about it. Like I don't know if it would be like why even have that. So it goes. It, the next thing is actually the Prince of Sorrows. So, so it's like, I know that originally the the shrouded there are elements of the shrouded Lord being Tyrion's father, like you know metaphorically. So like, you know, it could be like more flashback, more like delving in because the next thing goes into his like his whole like his emotions to it. Prince of Sorrows eases psychic pain. Comfort, prophecy, whorehouses, where whores go everywhere, courage. Let it go or it will become you. Let them go. Will not bring you peace. Pain will keep you what you have to do. Um. So it sounds like he's just, you know, I, I would say it's flashback to Jamie and Cersei because it just, all of this is like inner turmoil of, of, of Tyrion, which... We know that there's a lot of it in the Tyrion story, the inner turmoil. The whole story is his inner turmoil. But I know that the originally the, the Shrouded Lord was a longer thing dealing with his dad. So it's, you know, I feel like it's got to be a flashback to like him seeing Tyrion and him seeing Jamie and Cersei fuck at some point growing up. So in the show, it's in season two where Cersei is it lets her guard down, and um, she's kind of talking to Tyrion about how Joffrey kind of looks like Jaime in a certain light. If Tyrion is smart enough to pick up that, like, yeah, okay, Joffrey is Jaime's son. In that's season two in the show, is yeah. there ever a moment like that in Clash of Kings? I don't recall. Um, where Tyrion has a conversation with Cersei and he pieces it together. 
I know she. I know he makes a few jokes here and there. I'm, but I'm trying to remember about like the, the 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 good question though. Like how like do, does Tyrion know? Does he not know? Because I know there. I, I I'm positive in the show. He he's like I'm, I wasn't so blind, but um. I'm There's a sure. scene in Clash when he first comes into the city where um, Cersei brings up that uh, Stannis is spreading the rumor that the oh. incest rumor, yeah, and um, rumor. and and she gets like all kind of flustered and and st- like stumbles through her words. So he kind it kind of seems like he he's knows something. Yeah, I just can't. I just can't. Like Danny sleeping with 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 young Griff just doesn't seem like a thing and. Um, some people joke that like Penny is actually Tyrion's child and he sleeps with her. It, it'll be incest, but like, that's not witnessing incest that's participating. So I think it has yeah. sort of like going back in time and like realizing like what's going on and thinking about what's going on with the, with witnessing their, the, um, like, well, if it's not Jamie and Cersei, like maybe a vision or a dream, then young. So he, do you think he planned for young Griffin Danny to meet earlier than, no, I mean, I'm just thinking, like, I just don't think it's Young Griff. Because if you're talking about something where it's in your outline as a major event, that would be mm-hmm. a punch to the gut. Danny marrying Young Griff is not a punch to the gut. It's not a whole event, you know? Having Tyrion think about the first time he saw he saw Jamie and Cersei together would be a punch to the gut to him. Brother and sister, you know? It would be crazy for him. That's why I'm thinking like Griff and Young Griff, John Connington and Fake Aegon. Shout out to my boy Jimmy who read this and was talking to me about it because I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's that's right. When he introduces Young Griff, he introduces him as a son. So that's why I'm thinking that. And it's kind of like oh, I don't think an awkward no, moment. I think there's no way. I think there's no way that that it would be a bad look for George's like only like gay pov character or whatever to to be like that <laughs> i don't know already he's george is already like pushing the line a lot that almost yeah. every gay character like people make jokes about them being pedophiles already and you know you can kind of like blame it on those characters being being intolerant but to actually have like the, the characters be like that like his major Re- really like there were jokes made about like renly and loris Oh yeah, um, and oh, yeah, yeah. Lynn Corbray. And- oh, Lynn Corbray, yeah, of course. Um, and um, who's the one in Fire and Blood? Um, mm. Something Valarian. Yeah, like the yeah, wife yeah, of yeah. Lanor. Lain- they make they make Lanor. Lanor too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's such a it's such a uh, it's such a horrible go to insult for 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 gay men that like oh you're instantly pedophiles like why would George have an actual like you know, Griff be a, be a pedophile. That would just be like, Oh, I'd just be like, Ooh, <laughs> well, I'm just thinking like, who know. else could it be like around Tyrion? Either it's a vision or a dream with Jamie and Cersei or. Mm, yeah. I can't mean, think of anybody else. I mean, I, I see what you're saying that like, Oh, it's how Tyrion figures it out. Like, mm. Oh, they're not actually father and son. I witnessed them making out like, you know, or having sex, like that's weird. Um, but uh, maybe that's why George cut it. But I don't know. It seems like a flashback. <laughs> seems like a flashback to me. Um, 
All right. Uh, Aria, end with her first gift, joy of giving, mercy at the gate. It's weird that he crossed out mercy at the gate, like, because we do have... That's what happens. Yeah, that's mercy at the gate is the theater. Um, Joy of giving. It sounds like rather than joy being a name that he used for for Garion's daughter, he's using it as one of Arya's like covers would be mm. like that like rather than it being blind Beth or rather than being cat of the canals, he, there, she's, she's named joy would be my guess. Mm. Joy of giving, but there's not too much difference there other than what we don't know. Um, Tyrion cliffhanger with Danny captured by Ser Jorah. He doesn't know <laughs> the, the sorrows, Volantis, the sea. It's funny that he cut it like the cut the sea. It's and, crazy that the travel log, this is like the Tyrion travel log and it's not, it's not like filler. Like he wanted to do all this. Yeah. So what he purposely, he initially he didn't have all the filler. So, but he purposely expanded the story to what? pat it out why i mean i think originally he wanted to cut it because he didn't think there would be enough room and then and then once he split the books he put it back and mm. clearly like the danny stuff i know at the last minute he didn't have Tyrion meet danny but um well i guess you know danny sees Tyrion in the pit but um, no mention of the Golden Company, though. On that, uh, yeah, the Golden Company. No mention of them, yeah. though. So yeah, this is nothing. kind of like how the show goes, right? Uh, Jorah captures Tyrion. I guess mm-hmm. if we're there's no there no Stone Men either. So you're right. You're right. There's no Jorah young Griff or right Danny. Yeah. None of it. Yeah, it's right to Danny. Like there's no gold. You're right. There's no like young Griff plotline. That's weird. Yeah, that's really weird. Huh. That it's like a late late edition. Which almost makes me think, well, he can't be witnessing the incest because if Young Griff is not even not True. even on here, he's not even part of the plot. True. In in Preston, you're right that this is weird. That this is more what the show went with. Oh yeah, like almost everything. It's so weird. Mm. I mean, I think it's largely a coincidence, but just because I I don't see like this being unless unless George was super lazy and he's like, oh, I've got a fucking go go meet Dan and Dave to tell him the outline of the story. Uh, do I have an outline? And he just like pulls this and it's his only fucking this, outline that he has. He pulls this or, like seven-year-old outline he had lined like, in the uh, back. Or Dave and Dan had access to all this stuff that G staff and this person has access to way back when. He sent, sent yeah, a copy of it. You know, like this is the only stuff I have. Um, But it's ama- it's amazing that like, how many coincidences with the show you get if it is, if they are coincidence? Mm. Um, there's no, you're right. There's no Quentin either. There's no Quentin plot. No Quentin. There's no, there's no Arianne other than the end in fire and blood. No Ironborn either. I was about to say that. Now it might be that the Ironborn was already written at this point. Okay. 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 I just need, I just need three minutes, three minutes, three minutes. Yeah. I'll be right there. Okay. I know, I know, I know. Can you, can you watch me? Sorry for keeping me. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. I'll be right there, okay? How long? It's too long to wait. It's so long to wait. It's so long to wait. Okay, two minutes. Two minutes? Okay, I'm almost, I'm almost done here. I'm almost done here, Sky. Okay? (laughs) It's so long to wait. Okay, so Sansa, 
Um, then the finally the uh, oh okay, Danny. Her marriage, fall of Astapor, siege of Marine, bloody flux, climax, dragons loosed, marriage. It's funny that the marriage, like she wants to leave. Like it seems like the original plot was Dasnex pit first. She wants to leave and then she doesn't. And she has these same events happen. She doesn't even explain how the dragons are loosed. Somehow they're loosed. And then the marriage, which I mean, could be, it could be. Um, Daddy? Yes. How many, do you need one more minute? I do. Can you give me one more? Can you run down and see mommy? <laughs> no. Okay. And so it's funny because marriage, like, does, does she not marry? Does she marry Euron in the end? Because originally the story was Euron goes to goes okay. to Slaver's Bay because Victorian dies. I need like two more minutes. Just please, like okay, little guy. Two. Yeah, I'm 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 almost done. Okay. Okay. Just two more minutes, guy. Okay. Uh, can you can you grab him, please? I just yeah, I just need two minutes. Okay. Okay, let's check downstairs. You can draw until Daddy comes out. No, I haven't got I want Sorry, sorry. I know, this is ridiculous. I've sure to somebody this is very entertaining. But like, <laughs> I don't know, I'll see if I'll see if I have to edit this out. You need two more minutes? Yes, two more minutes. Two How more minutes. <laughs> I only wait like one more minute. I only waited one more minute. I only made when one minute. Okay. So, Danny, it, it's kind of like the same events, but in a different order. Um, mm. And with no explanation of how the dragons are loose, because we have no Quentin. And so maybe that these that there's no Ironborn because this stuff's already written, and maybe the Dornish stuff was already written or something. But mm. the Dornish stuff couldn't have been written that much because because we we have Balon versus Ares Okart. So I don't know. Or they just uh, just switch out one for the other because you needed the whole you needed the banquet scene with Balon. Yeah, who who's POV there? Is it maybe it's Ari's like they they let him in like behind like they trusted him so much that like they let him in on their plans? I I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's just kind of jumbled up. Um Yeah. And then um finally Sansa old resolved to be Sansa Stark and take the North. That sounds like the end of her story in Feast for Crows. Turning of the Winged Knight, which we know is is um, the sample chapter. And then Sweet Robin woos or weds. News mm. from White Harbor kills the mouse. Now this is yeah, like is that the Mad Mouse. Yeah, yeah, this seems to be some of this is actually information that we don't know. So we know that in a, in, a, in a Storm of Swords, Santa was supposed to marry Sweet Robin. And I will say that there is a jump from Feast, from a Storm of Swords to Feast where um, 
all of a sudden Sweet Robin likes Sansa and he hates Sansa in, in his Storm of Swords. And there's no explanation on how that 180 happens other than like over her, he, oh. Yeah, he, she like rips off his toy's head. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. He has no reason to like her. Yeah, no reason to like her. And then all of a sudden, like between chapters off screen, like he, he, he makes a 180 because Lice is dead. Um, and so then they... So it sounds like originally he was, he had a plan for explaining how they start liking each other and how they get wooed and that the wedding does happen between like Elaine and, and Sweet Robin. And then news from White Harbor is probably something like Arya is still alive. And so she, they need to now take the, the North to like save Aria, would I, I imagine, right? Because what other news could come from White Harbor other than like da- Davos is dead? <laughs> she wouldn't care. So that switches up with John. Davos. So I know I I'm, I'm going ahead, but uh, John's whole reason for going for marching on Winterfell is this, right? Instead, it's it's switched around with Sansa. That's true. That's true. Mm. That um, Sansa's the one that. Uh, is 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 motivated to go rescue to make the rescue rather than rather than John. You're right. And then clearly kill the mad mouse. I mean, we know that the we know that the mad mouse um you know is taking money from Varys to try to get Sansa and uh he probably tries to take make off with her and she she kills him. Would be my guess. Mm-hmm. Um Meanwhile, John doing none of this, like doesn't deal with the wedding at all. <laughs> He's going to hard home. He's going to hard home. I'm assuming he like he actually goes to hard home here. Yeah. Which again, the show, right? So fucking huh. weird, all the coincidences with the show. Like there there's there's seriously like half a dozen. Um Dang. It's, it's in, so it ends with hard home. <laughs> So maybe he they said, George just sent them this this outline. George sent them this ancient outline. Yeah, <laughs> he like show showed up him. and he's like, ah, and John's at hard home. Or maybe yeah, maybe he just sent it. He didn't bother. He's like, ah, I've got I've got this old outline. And he just sent it. Ironically, it's one of the best episodes in the show. But John and Hardhome in the books, what he gets stabbed just like he does in the novel, or he or he dies at Hardhome, or whatever, or he's you know, <laughs> it could, or it could just be simple, like he's ready to go to Hardhome. You know, rather mm. than sending, but it does sound like he's or he's ready to go to a hard home, and then the Night's Watch kills him because they don't want to go into a death trap. Because remember the mutiny, which would bring mm. back the mutiny from a Storm of Swords. Because Storm of Swords mm. is we don't want to go, we don't want to fight. We're, there's not enough of us, and then the mutiny gets aborted. Here, the mutiny, like all the elements of the mutiny, are still there, and then they can just stab John for the same reasons that they they betrayed Gior. You know. Bring sweet Donald Hill back and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it just, you don't need all of the we're starving, wildlings through the wall kind of thing. It's like, we don't want to go fight a bunch of others. So that could be the betrayal. Um, huh. Yeah. So weird, weird. Yeah. Do you think he sent them this uh, this outline? That's so funny. <laughs> such a funny idea. But there's so many. Technically. Dave and Dan were uh, sticking to George's original plan, technically. Technically. Maybe by chance. <laughs> maybe by coincidence. 
Anyway, guys, thank you so much uh, for joining me. Um, I really appreciate it. I do have to get going, but uh, mm. um, sometime, you know, maybe maybe we'll discuss this again in, in depth if there's anything else that people noticed on here that that. Uh, but for the most part, other than the um, the Mad Mouse dying and and like hard home, like there's not too much in here for spoilers. Um, it's just you know. Things are a little well, if, if, originally planned differently. If Balon versus Eris is an indication, your fanfic might be correct. We might get a Balon versus uh, one of the uh, one of the people over at uh, Endorn. Probably yeah, possibly yeah. Eris Oakheart. Yeah, I imagine like you know, well, Hota Eris is dead. So anyway, thank you guys. I do have to get going, so um, I will uh, talk to you guys soon. Thanks a bunch. Yeah, see ya.